0: Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Welcome to the Hardwood
1: Hustle. I am T.J. Roseanne. We're sitting in the basketball office today, getting ready to crank up the tournament games it's it's that time of year again i'm here with Derek herbert my assistant coach and uh, before we start watching these games we're going to talk about the tournament we're a basketball show and we talk a lot about um, a lot of different topics and things but we're going to talk about one of the things that everybody loves which is march madness but before we do let's send a quick shout out to our friends over at shot tracker you can't improve what you don't measure that's why there's shot tracker shot tracker is a sensor-based system that automatically captures statistics throughout your entire gym one of the coolest things i've ever been able to see when we were out in kansas city coaches if you haven't go check it out at shot tracker.com Derek, welcome to the show you've been a, a guest in a little round table before but i appreciate you being here today
2: Coach, I'm glad to be here and talk about one of my favorite subjects, man. March Madness is a very exciting time of the year.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, ours just ended. Uh, We made the national tournament in our first year as a Division II team, and uh, we lost a close one to the number one seed. um, Tie game with about a minute to go. Um, But uh, now we're just sitting back and watching March Madness on TV here in a couple hours. But uh, before we get into watching those games, let's talk about – Um, brackets here now a lot of people don't know this but i i I went uh, two years without missing a game so if i miss a game this year it'll be the first time in three years that i've missed an actual pick wow yeah (laughs) um all right so that'll be line number one of the show now let's get into some truths right here um all right let's we're not going to talk about every single game but we want to talk about just the overall season we've been watching basketball year long and what are some of the things that stuck out, stuck out to you that are highlights of the year that you saw from teams throughout the season?
2: I think this was a year. I mean, I think you've seen a lot of mid majors, you know, make a lot of noise. You know, for instance, Wofford, um, uh, Nevada, Buffalo. You know, those guys, um, they had great years, and they're they're very capable of going on big runs in this tournament. Yeah, specifically.
1: Um, some of those guys who usually get snubbed getting in, like Belmont getting that at-large bid, not winning yeah. the tournament um, is a good sign for uh, some of those people uh, that are, and even with some some bubbles breaking, you know, St. Mary's upsetting Gonzaga, um, it seems like every year, poor St. Mary's, they have a great year and then they get snubbed because they don't beat Gonzaga, and this year okay. they went there and beat Gonzaga, um, which put them in the tournament, so uh, there's some really good 11s and 12s in this tournament, I think probably the Um, You know, the two best 11s in the tournament that I see. I think Belmont's are really exciting 11 to see if they're a mid-major that can make a run. Uh, And the other one is um, looking at St. Mary's at 11, the possibility of making a run uh, there as well. Uh, But congrats to a lot of those mid-majors that did Uh, make it in. You talked about Buffalo. Buffalo is actually a six. They had a phenomenal season um, this year. Nevada uh, was another one. Mm They're a seven uh, this year. Um, And Walford had an unbelievable year. And they're not a 10 or 11. or They're a seven Seven. seed, um, actually uh, um, playing a 10 seed in their first game. So these mid-majors did have a really big year uh, in being able to get in there and not just get in there on winning the tournament. So it'll be exciting to see how they uh, perform. I think a couple highlights throughout the season. Uh, For me, I think everybody had a great time watching this young Duke team, like how Mm. good are they. And it seems like when they're healthy, uh, they're really good. I think another tournament headline is going to be Virginia, um, you know, getting knocked out in the first round last year. And what will they do? And I'm going to go ahead and give a spoiler, but my national champion pick this year is Virginia. So I think they're going Mm. for eliminated (laughs) in the first round to national champs this year. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. I think it's going to be uh, uh, an amazing tournament for Virginia, um, even though the, I think they have one of the toughest roads, and we'll talk yeah. about that in, uh, in in just a second. So um, I asked you a couple questions. First of all, let's start with the the first round. Do you see an upset or two that you you see uh, might happen, and
2: why it might happen in the first round or two? I do. Um, I got Liberty over Mississippi State. Mm, I got the same thing. Yeah. Herb, I got the yeah. same thing. <laughs> I think they've been playing really hot hot basketball right now and I think timing has a lot to do with uh, you know, the success in the tournament. Um, I also have Belmont, who who you've mentioned, I got Belmont over Maryland. Man, so I got the same thing, and
1: that's a big pick for you because you're a Maryland boy. Yeah, DMV yeah. repping. Even though we don't have Adam Bradley here today, we got another DMV and taking them over Maryland. That kind of scares me. I might change my picks because I have those two as well. So, um, uh, yeah, and I, and I think there's going to be a lot of really good first round games. The one thing when you look at the 16s and the 15s, obviously, um, you know those don't fall very much. But if a 15 uh, was to beat a two. Do you have any idea on who that might be? Any guesses to who that might be?
2: I, I don't have any 15s beating the two. Um, man, that's tough. I think
1: you got to watch out. I, I, I think Abilene Christian in Kentucky could be interesting.
2: See, I have Kentucky actually winning it all. I think that they have a pretty good path there. Mm, yeah, well... Their
1: path is good, uh, you know, as far as who they've got to play along the way. I do think they probably have one of the easiest paths to be able to get there. But I got them going down to Wofford uh, pretty early, so um, and, and and I think the interesting, most interesting, fifteen-two is that one. I also think the Montana-Michigan fifteen-two uh, could be a pretty interesting game. Um, so tell me, tell me, give me uh, some ideas on uh, your your final four now. Who's who's making it the final four and why?
2: Well, I have an interest in. Um Pretty interesting final four. I got a Kentucky and Florida State in the championship. And like I said, I got mm-hmm. a, I got Kentucky taking it. Um, I have Duke in there, and I have
1: Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be really interesting to hear from our listeners who they got and why they got them. Um, I think Tennessee's had a magical year. They had a tough SEC championship game where they got beat up mm-hmm. by Auburn pretty good. Uh, but also Tennessee's showing the ability to bounce back. I struggled in that Tennessee Virginia game. I went with Virginia. Um, I just think if Duke's playing well, it's going to be hard to beat them. You know, and when I look mm-hmm. at that top bracket, I mean they just they're just. I don't think they have the easiest road, but I also think they're just dang good. Like when they're on uh, clicking on all cylinders. I think in the ACC tournament when Zion came back. I mean, came back in game one, 13 for 13. You know, we were watching that uh, Buffalo's on our way up to our tournament, and 13 out of 13 uh, just to to be off for a month and a half or whatever it was 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 pretty impressive. Uh, Here's what I got, and we'll talk a little bit more as to why, but I got Duke. I just have a hard time seeing them not get there um, to the final four uh and the other bracket i mean there's a couple teams but i i felt like i felt like uh gonzaga when they're clicking they're they're going to be really hard to beat i could see florida state giving them a really good mm. game uh like you mentioned in the bottom of the bracket um there's three teams that i think are are pretty significant that could give them some trouble i think buffalo when they're playing well their guard play's really good Texas Tech really guards uh, really well, and uh, Michigan's always a tough out. They seem to always make a run. So I think that uh, it's not an easy road for Gonzaga to get there. But of those three that I mentioned, they only have to play one. They're only going to have to go up against uh, probably Buffalo or Michigan in that game. And so that's going to be really interesting to see how that uh, that plays out. So let's let's dive into this a little bit more, but let's take a quick halftime break from our friends over at
0: Team Snap. Thanks our friends over at Team Snap for today's halftime communication tip. This week coaches, I'd love to challenge you to communicate this message to your team. Remind them that when the leader improves, everybody wins. Let me say it again, when the leader improves, everybody wins. Our players as they are growing as leaders need to constantly be communicated that when they improve as a leader, not just do they win, but the team wins, the coaching staff wins, the community wins, the program wins, the school wins, their family wins. Everybody wins when the leader improves. Make sure that's a message you're communicating to your players this week. Thanks to our friends over TeamSnap. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash hustle to get started with a communication app that will help bring your team fully together, getting everyone from parents, players, and coaches all on the same page. That's TeamSnap.com backslash hustle.
1: All right, Derek. So I was rounding out my final four here, and I said, you know, hey, I think some, some different people could get there. I had a hard time saying who would beat Gonzaga uh, mm-hmm. to get that point. So I left him there. And the other side of the bracket... I go on with my winner, Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they have one of the easiest easiest roads there either. I mean, that game two versus Old Miss, Old Miss is a heck of a basketball team. Um, and if I didn't pick Virginia, I'd probably pick Old Miss to make it uh, at least to the Elite Eight playing Tennessee. So that's going to be a tough game. You know, Kansas State uh, was was great in their league all year long. Tennessee's a really good team. Purdue, Villanova. I mean, that's just a really, really good yeah. bracket. It might be one of the, the toughest yeah. brackets. But I just think Virginia's going to find a way uh, this year with that style of play. And if it wasn't them, I would say Tennessee. And then my other one, um, it's interesting. I pick an upset, obviously, and putting Wofford in the Final Four. I know that's yeah. a pretty pretty big <laughs> pick. I just think that the the possibility of them going there, there's you know a couple things that would – Uh, need to happen. I mean, they'd have to beat some pretty good people. I mean, they were looking at trying to beat Kentucky and Iowa State and North Carolina Mm -hmm. and Kansas. They have to beat all four of those, but they're going to have to beat yeah. two or three of those yeah. to get to that spot. So, um, not the easiest bracket to get out of. It's just I'm not a great. I mean, I think Kentucky's good and Carolina's good and Kansas mm-hmm. is good. I just don't know if their national championship good. That's why I, I uh, probably just pulled a little bit of an underdog. Always enjoyed uh, the coach at Walford, Good guy. Speaks at yeah. our U.C. Glacier clinics, and his teams are always well prepared and. Man, you never know if those guards get stroking, right? I mean, there's a kind of team that you don't want to face uh, if those guards get hot. Any any
2: thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, they got one of the most prolific shooters uh, in the country in Fletcher McGee. I mean, so, I mean, you're right. If those guys get hot, I mean, they can play with anybody. I think another interesting pick that we haven't talked about and people kind of sleep on these guys for some reason is Nova. I mean, it's hard to count the Wildcats out with Jay Wright. I mean, I think they're going to be a contender.
1: You know, I was listening to them the other day, and Jay Wright said some really interesting stuff. I mean, I think, first of all, he's a phenomenal coach. And, um, you know, one of the the things that um, he said is that early in the year, he said, we just weren't playing our style of basketball. And now he says, hey, we are now playing our brand and our style of basketball. And when we play that brand of basketball, we're pretty good. And mm-hmm. I think it's true. I mean, they finished the season strong. And, I, you know, I don't think you ever doubt a Jay Wright team will finish the season strong. You know, they find a way to get better. But they're playing their brand of basketball. So I could I could definitely see um, that happen. I, you know, the Virginia, one of the interesting things about that is I think a lot of people probably think this. But losing in the ACC tournament – might have been one of the better things yeah. that happened to yeah. them. Yeah. And and kind of taking that monkey off the back. And mm-hmm. they won the regular season. Last year they won the regular season and, and the, tournament. the tournament. And they get there and saying like, might just be like, hey, a loss might be good. I don't yeah. usually say that, but this is a place where a loss might be good for them. And I wonder the same thing. Could a loss possibly be good for, um, for Tennessee as well? Their loss in the ACC tournament, I mean the SEC tournament, could it possibly be good for them as well would be something – uh, really interesting to to figure out and to find out.
2: Yeah, Tennessee is a very tough team. I think they got the makings to to you know make a run in this tournament. Um, I also think LSU does as well. It's kind of uh, it's kind of frustrating, you know, what they got going on with Will Wade being out. I think that kind of hurts them at this point in the year. But I mean, they're they're a very good team as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, jump into that in another episode. We're going to talk about all the stuff going down with uh, all of the uh, the college, you know, especially specifically the Will Wade one. Um, you know, it's it's a tough timing right before the SEC tournament, right before the NCAA tournament. Who knows how that'll play out? A lot of people speculating what will happen with Sean Miller. A lot of those guys just pleaded guilty, uh, and they're going to take a little bit of a um, of a sentence. And how is that going to actually affect college basketball over overall? We'll sit down and we'll talk about that, but. Um, Tell me a couple things outside of the tournament,
2: what's your favorite thing about March Madness? Oh man. Um, favorite thing about March Madness. I mean, I would have to just say just basketball all day. I mean, <laughs> I mean, starting at uh, you know, starting this afternoon. I mean, it's it's all day for the next 3 weeks. Let me ask you another tough question right here. It comes down to a big time u-
1: upset, right? Mhm. Or your, or your bracket being busted, which one are you rooting for? So, for, who you got, Kentucky going to the finals? I got Kentucky and Florida right. State. Abilene Christian is up in the <laughs> tournament today, right? They're up They're up one with a minute to go. Are you pulling for the upset or are you pulling for your bracket?
2: Oh, man, that's tough. I mean, <laughs> I love to see good basketball, but selfishly, I mean, I want my bracket to do great. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, the chances of my bracket being perfect are probably – slim to none so i would probably like to see upset yeah
1: well actually probably a little bit more than slim to none there's a reason warren buffett offers a billion dollars to somebody that has a perfect bracket so (laughs) i'm just gonna go ahead and say your bracket chance is none even though all these people are holding out hope uh it's gonna get busted it's some crazy crazy number but but like by the end of night one it's like one percent of brackets are still alive you know i mean so it's it's an it's a maybe even less than that to be honest with you i think by day two of the tournament um i think all brackets were busted the last previous you know several of the previous years and maybe even worse stat than that i just remember that popping up last year um I don't think Warren Buffett's giving away the billion this year, but uh, if the billion was on the line, I'm rooting for my bracket. But if it's not yeah. on line, I'm yeah. rooting for the upset. I'm, I like watching uh, teams pull off upsets, and uh, so that's what I'll be rooting for all day. I think the good, fun part of it is you get to sit in and work, and uh, also everybody's got a TV on. Some kids mm-hmm. are calling in sick today. Some employees are calling in sick today. Um, this is a, this is a really fun day for all of us, you know, hoop junkies and basketball fans. Uh, so, hey, best of luck to all of you on um, your bracket. I hope to uh, this weekend and the, and the rest of the couple weeks coming up. In March Madness is just a lot of fun uh, for everybody. Uh, we were just kicking it in the office here today. Phone rang a couple times. We're just talking the Final Four bracket. We're about to turn on the games here. Uh, but hope everybody has opportunity to enjoy the games. Um, enjoy March Madness. Anybody that will be out in Minnesota, holler at us. We'll be out there for the final four. Uh, we'd love to see you there. So I'm TJ and our guest today, Derek Herbert, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. See you.